0: Welcome to The Room, where we talk about the hard parts of leadership that every great leader goes through, but no one wants to talk about. I'm Jenny Dufresne, host of The Room podcast and CEO of Leaders Transform, a business growth training firm. I am a global leader, former United States Marine, international best-selling author, community and business leader. The Room is your safe space. We'll talk about the things that are difficult for leaders, the tough stuff that leaders aren't willing to be vulnerable about. we really need to. So come on in, close the door, join me in the room. I know leaders and I know leadership. Building a career isn't an easy thing. For many of you, like me, you've started off at the bottom as a follower, learning all the things of followership and then as you've maybe aspired to do greater things, you've developed yourself, developed and learn new skills, learn new competencies. And then you were able to be promoted, move into new roles, create new roles sometimes. And all of this has helped you learn and grow. So here you are, you've spent maybe 15 years in your career, maybe more, and you're at a senior leadership level. Let's say you're a vice president. And, you know, you've to get to that point, it's been some challenges along the way, where people try to, your peers might try to take advantage of the things that were your great ideas and pass them off as their own. But you've managed to navigate through that and figure out how to work, how to work with your colleagues and get them to work with you. But here's this new role, vice president. And you realize one day, you may be two months into the role, you realize that your boss is undermining you it's it's been subtle you know he's interrupted you in the middle of a thought when you're with your peers both inside your department but also peers from outside of your department he's maybe contradicted you know your ideas that have before this point been really accepted and appreciated you've realized that this undermining is happening consistently. Like at first you might have thought, huh, maybe I'm just sort of imagining this because, you know, as leaders, we have so many different data points that we have to process in our minds and figure out what's really happening. Sometimes we got to check with a friend or a loved one to really understand what might be happening in this particular scenario. But with this boss, you've realized that he seems to be making a concerted effort To undermine you in your work and in your role. You were in a meeting recently, a really large, important meeting, and as you were sharing your presentation, when it was time to ask questions, you realized that his comments were really negative and not supportive of your role or your ideas. This has been happening more and more, and as it's been happening, you've started to get more concerned. So the first time it happened, you thought, well, you know, I'm going to kind of pass that off. But as the time has gone on, you're realizing that it happens every single time you're in your boss's presence. So you've been thinking, hmm, what do I need to do? So you've taken time to sit down with him and say, George, I've I've noticed that... uh, you know, when I make presentations that sometimes I'm not sure if you're, if maybe I need to communicate differently about the objectives we have as a, as an organization. Um, because I've noticed that sometimes your, your comments are, you know, not, not as supportive as I would expect them to be. Ah, you know what? You're just making that up. That's I'm, I'm completely, you know, you're doing fine. I, I don't have any problems with this or problems with you. Well, you think about that. You think about his response. It seemed kind of defensive, but, you know, it's like, hey, maybe maybe he's just having a bad time, a bad, bad month or a couple of months. And time moves forward. And you find out that he's required you now to pass all communication through him before it goes outside of the organization. Now, there's no real basis for it that you can figure out. And you've talked to your the leaders who are in your department and all of them have said, no, you know, we think that your communication has been really on point. It's been aligned with the mission and vision of what we say we're going to do and the goals of our organization and department. And so you don't really understand now why all of your communication has to go through your boss. You do start to realize that there's something happening because the communication that would go to external parties are going to people who are his boss. And so you've started to wonder, hmm, I, I really am being undermined at work. My authority is being decreased. A few months later, you come into a meeting with all of your peers, and your boss is there, and you're sharing your updates from your department. And he says, oh, you know, we've decided that uh, some of the initiatives in your department, those are going to actually be handled by by uh, Sam's department from now on, you're shocked. This came out of left field, you have no idea what's going on. But suddenly you feel like you're isolated, you're alone. That through your boss's public actions and public statements, you are being positioned to maybe be eliminated, maybe be fired from your role. You start to feel afraid, concerned. You start to doubt every single initiative that you have in your department. You ask him later, you know, I, I was really surprised that you shared that that all of the things that we've been working on that a a good significant portion of those are being transferred to somebody else's department. Is there is there can you share with me the reasons why? Yeah, you know, I just don't you know, your 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 group, your department, you know, it's I don't I never really wanted you all anyway. And, you know, I've had to live with you all for the last couple of years. But, um, you know, I just don't think that it's necessary for your department to to exist. You're shocked. But more than anything, you're afraid. You've got to figure out, is your job in jeopardy? Are, Are you are you is he positioning you to be eliminated, to take the fall for something? What's happening? Because what he's removed from your department is critical to the operations of the organization. And who he gave your stuff to, the the things that you and your, your colleagues are responsible for, is actually really critical. And if it's moved to a department that has actually had tremendous dysfunction, the likelihood that those initiatives are going to fall by the wayside is very high. But everyone knows that Those initiatives are part of your department. So what's going to happen? The feelings of doubt, fear, anger, and maybe even a bit of defeat really begin to take hold. What do you do? What do you think about? How do you approach this? Your boss is micromanaging your communication. He's decreased your authority, and with that, the budget. He's... Minimized your achievements, your department's achievements. He's minimized those at every single turn publicly. He's made negative comments about your tenure, your work. He's even contradicted you in front of your peers. Yeah, you're being undermined at work by your boss, not co workers, but by your boss. So, what can you possibly do? You see, this is a dilemma that. Far too many leaders do have to endure. Sometimes it has to do with internal politics, sometimes external politics. Sometimes it's a a boss or leader who just doesn't believe in whatever your particular department is doing or the, the initiatives that you have on, or maybe they're jealous, or there's a myriad of things that could be going on. And I know that when these types of things happen, because these are the kinds of things that Our coaches at Leaders Transform often have to help leaders to navigate is that the first thing that we have to address and think about is the impact to you, the leader. It's the internal impact. You know, if someone was undermining me or saying something negative about the hard work that myself and my team are doing, I can guarantee you that depending on the circumstances, I would absorb that and internalize it and start to question myself. For others of you, maybe you might become defiant and maybe you push back publicly. And sometimes that can work, but often it just puts that boss, that leader, into an even greater position of defensiveness or even becomes more assertive of his or her control. So the first thing to address is where do I focus as a leader when I'm being undermined, especially by a boss? Where do I need to focus? What do I need to do? The very first thing that I, that I know is so important is your own self-care. Because sometimes our reaction to being undermined, especially from a boss, is we might double down on our work. We might start to push our people harder. Or alternatively, we may start to internalize doubt We may be afraid for our job, afraid for our future, afraid for our career, which is real. We may be very angry and that anger and frustration begins to bubble out at our team or our family or even on ourselves. We can start to feel depressed in that defeat. you know, I've worked so hard, I've built this career and here this one person is actually doing things that undermine all of the good work that I've done. And depending on where you are in your career, you may not have the luxury of bouncing into another role. You may, have to, you, know, you may have to figure out how to get through and get by, even as things are being stripped from you. So the first thing to focus on is your self-care. How do you take care of yourself? Do you work longer hours or do you stay at the hours you've been working or cut those hours down? Do you might maybe need to get a a coach, someone who can help you start to strategize and unpack the the feeling of of, of whatever feelings you may be dealing with, doubt, fear, um, rage, whatever those feelings are. But getting a coach can be very, very beneficial to help you navigate through uh, the feelings because often those feelings are first internalized. We first look at ourselves and sometimes dismantle ourselves taking longer walks, getting some sort of physical activity, doing things that are fun and creative, spending time with friends and family, people who love you, who cherish you, who support you. That's the very first thing to do. Second thing is to look at the goals that you and your team have or that respon—that your department is responsible for. Ensure that they are crystal clear. Ensure that when you have those goals clear, make sure they're, they're posted wherever If you have a website, an internal or external website that you post about what your particular department or team is doing, make sure those goals are clear. Make sure those goals show up on written communications that go outside of your organization. Make sure you're measuring those goals clearly and celebrating publicly and internally the progress. Because those are the things that help other people recognize the good work that you're doing in spite of whatever your boss or leader is doing. The second is, is develop a set of key messages. Now that can be one or two key messages about the work that you and your department do or the successes or the achievements that you, that you have, acu- that you have uh, successfully achieved. It is very important when you are under attack, when you are being undermined, is to get crystal clear with what's working well and what you're there to do. And you communicate that over and over, almost like a broken record. For those of us that remember records and record players, you say the same messages over and over and over. And it may seem monotonous, but think about this. For people who are in sales and you're trying to sell a a product or a service, your recipient, the people you want to sell to, have to hear your message 7 to 15 times. 12 is about the average. So imagine that when you are working to communicate and and buttress the work that you do your department or team is doing that you need to communicate those messages clearly at least 12 times at least now that's 12 times that could be 12 you know that could be 12 days 12 meetings whatever you need to do but you have to communicate consistently your key messages and you don't want a ton of them and you don't want them to be overly wordy you want key messages that are easy to understand they're crisp, they're clear, and maybe they're even measurable. Something like the XYZ department has achieved 90% property acquisition in the last six months, whatever that would be, but something that's very crisp, very clear, and measurable where you can do that. The second is, is to focus on the positive work, or sorry, this is the third, focus on the positive work that you're team is doing. And you need to share that with your team. Focus on the positive. Yes, negative things are happening. You're being undermined. All of that is true. But if you focus on the negativity, all of your energy and all of your team's energy goes towards that negative, uh, those negative comments. It is critical in your leadership role to identify what is going well what is where you're making progress and to focus on that positive, even for yourself. If you have to write a list every single day of what we're doing well, do that so that you're able to consistently have positive energy, positive momentum, in spite of being undermined, in spite of being uh, contradicted, in spite of all of that. Keep that positive energy and positive momentum. It is a lifesaver. Because wherever your focus is, is where all the energy goes. And as a leader, whatever you're focusing yourself and your team on is where all of their energy and communication will go. Finally, activate champions. Activate champions. Those are people who are going to talk about the great work you do, even when you're not in the room. You want to make sure, and that activating champions is really something that needs to be happening on an ongoing basis. But you want to help people with your key messaging. you want to basically arm people with talking points with that positive kind of snippet that they can say at a meeting or that they could say maybe if someone is saying something negative that they can say in your in your defense. You want to make sure that you are giving your champions the ammunition to be able to speak positively about the work you and your team are doing, no matter where you are. Make sure you have confidants around you. Some of those may not be at work. People that you absolutely 100% trust. Maybe it's your family, maybe it's loved ones, but have those confidants around you who support you, who love you, and who give you that positive feedback. Being undermined at work is not something new. Being undermined at work by your boss can sometimes be really uh, can cause you to have great alarm, fear for your job, completely, this is all completely understandable. Your job is to make sure that you double down on positive energy, double down on your clear goals, communicate those clear goals, make sure that your team can communicate those clear goals, clear successes, be in self-care. It is so important. Also encourage your team to be in self-care because usually if you're being undermined, they're being undermined as well. So I hope this is really helpful. Being under one mind at work, it happens. Sometimes it happens in spite of how excellent we are, in spite of how great we are at our jobs. People can get jealous, people can have ulterior motives, people can have, you know, do whatever. But at the end of the day, it is imperative for you to stick with your clarity of message, take care of yourself first and foremost, take care of yourself. Protect your energy, protect your energy, and find champions who will advocate on your behalf. If you found this helpful, please share it with a friend. This conversation that we have in a room about the things that leaders don't talk about, we often don't talk about the impact of being undermined. We don't talk about the fear that 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 can engender in us. So share this with a friend, maybe someone who's going through being undermined at work. Share it with them. And please make sure you comment on this podcast. Hey, it's Jenny. Thank you so much for joining me in this week's episode of The Room, a safe place where leaders come together to talk about the things that we don't often share out loud. If you enjoyed your time in The Room, please like or subscribe on your favorite platform and leave a review. And if you want to learn more about our important work with leaders, head over to the website leaderstransform.com continue to be connected to our community. Thank you again for listening and make sure you invite someone to next week's episode of The Room.